And the text that calls for our attention today is from our Gospel reading from Luke chapter 9. Especially Peter's word to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. You're invited to be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When Peter, James, and John ascended up that Mount of Transfiguration on that day, little did they know what they were about to see. But there upon that mountain they beheld one amazing sight after another. They were met there upon that mountain by two of the most important figures in the entire history of God's people, Moses and Elijah. Moses, who had descended from Mount Sinai with the very law of God. Elijah, who had proved himself a prophet among prophets when he defeated the prophets of Baal at Mount Carmel. Yes, both of these men were very notable in every way. So notable that any Jewish person would have recognized the centrality of their stories to the Jewish story in general. Not only were these men, though, notable in a general sense, they were also both men with notable deaths. We heard again today in our Old Testament reading of Moses' last day. God took Moses up to a mountain to see the promised land that he had promised beforehand to give to his people. He showed that promised land to Moses. And then we are told that there in that land of Moab, Moses died. The notable part about his death is that the scriptures tell us that God himself buried Moses. Talk about a notable death. Of course, Elijah, too, had a rather notable death. If you remember, he's walking with his the man who will come after him, Elisha, and they are walking and walking. Elijah takes his cloak and strikes the water, and it parts. And then all of a sudden, Elijah's heavenly hearse comes to take him to heaven. Fiery horses pulling a fiery chariot come and take him away from this earthly life. You might think that when Jesus got a chance to talk to these two men there upon the Mount of Transfiguration, that he might be talking to them about their notable deaths. Perhaps he might say, Moses, tell me, where did the Father actually bury him? Did he say any words as he held that funeral? Or perhaps he might say to Elijah, how was that ride in that chariot Did the father ride shotgun? But that's not what their conversation was about. No, instead, these two most notable men were there to talk to Jesus about his death. Our text tells us that they talked about his departure, which he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. Yes, rather than talking about the gorgeous view that Moses saw of the promised land from that mountain in Moab. Instead, they talked about the view that Jesus would have
from Mount Calvary, looking down upon the earth, now a wasteland because of sin. Rather than talking about Elijah's ride on that fiery chariot, they talked about the wooden cross-shaped chariot that would lift up Jesus into the sky. Yes, they talked about his notable death. For they knew that his death was truly more notable than theirs. For while their deaths were unique to the circumstances which accompanied them, Jesus' death was unique by what it accomplished. Only his death would be the atoning sacrifice for all sins. And that is why the Father told Peter, James, and John that they must listen to Jesus. He knew that that display of glory which they beheld was not everything they needed to know about Jesus and his purpose on earth. He knew that they needed to listen to Jesus each time that he would tell them how he would establish his rule and reign on the earth. Each time that he would tell them that he would accomplish that through his death, through his resurrection. No, they were never to lose focus on Jesus' notable death. And so they were always to listen to Jesus as he spoke about it. Yes, Jesus' death is no doubt the most notable death ever. That's something that could be argued for simply historically, but it especially should be something we who believe confess loudly. We, just like Elijah and Moses, should be ones who are talking about that death every chance we get. For the fact that Jesus who is revealed to be God himself on that Mount of Transfiguration, would soon die for the very world he created, is notable indeed. The fact that he would not hold humanity's sin against them any longer is worthy of every mention we can make. The fact that his kingdom was established not through crass power, but through utter humility, is something to talk about. But do we always talk about it as we should? Could others tell from our witness each day that we believe that that death is the most notable death that ever occurred? No, anymore it seems that we hear about notable deaths almost every day or every couple of days. When anyone of any import in popular culture dies, we hear about it. And with all the different ways to receive information in our day, we seem to know about it about as quickly as the next of kin finds out about it. And then with the help of moving tributes on the TV or short videos on the internet, many people are gathered together and talking about that person's death and the life that preceded it. For a day or two, it seems that that's the prime topic of conversation in many places. That's what everyone is talking about. How we watch them on TV, how they revolutionized music, how they inspired us. We talk and talk for a couple of days, and then we seem to move on to the next person. And I suppose that to talk about most of these people for a day or two is probably about right, given their overall impact on the world and our lives. Even though sometimes at the time of our death, it seems bigger 
then perhaps it is. But when it comes to the death of our Lord, we should never stop talking about it. For its impact on the world and on our life is eternal. We should talk about it not only here, but in our homes as well. We should talk about it not only on certain days, but every time we have to get to be able to speak to someone else. We should talk about it not only among those who already believe, but about it, we should talk about it also every chance we get with any lost person around us. But you know, that'll never happen. We won't pick up that charge because the TV tells us to do so. No, the TV anchors will not make mention of Jesus' death and tell us to talk about it for a few days. And no, Jesus' death is not likely to be trending on Facebook or Twitter anytime soon. Uh, it probably won't even be the talk at the water cooler in the offices in which some of you work. And that's why the words of the Father to Peter, James, and John are so important. And they are delivered into our ears today. The Father tells us as well, listen to Jesus. For you see, as we listen to him, he will focus us in on his death. And then we'll be moved to speak about it wherever we get the chance. And so we must always gather in those places where he has promised to speak to us. We must gather in our homes around his word. We must gather here in God's home where his word is spoken. We must gather at this rail where the Lord Jesus speaks to us and then delivers into our mouths the fruits of his death. Yes, as we listen to him, we will hear the best news possible. We'll be reminded time and again that our sins are all forgiven. That even our sins of being silent about his death have been put away forever. But then if we keep listening, there will be even more good news. For he will tell us that our deaths, well, they will be notable as well. Oh no, they probably won't be covered on the TV but they will be notable because through them Jesus will gather us to himself. Yes, we confess today that we know just how notable our death will be because we understand how notable his death truly was. Oh, I suppose in our culture we'll continue to speak about deaths that we hear about from day to day. And no doubt we can have a rather interesting discussion about what each of us think about how Moses was buried by God. We could marvel over what it must have been like for Elijah to catch that fiery chariot with its next stop being heaven. We could talk about all of that, but ultimately we must talk even more about the notable death of Jesus our Yes, we must testify through the Spirit about his death. We'll do it again here today. We did it already as we confessed our faith in the creed. Soon we'll confess the Lord's death as we gather here for the Lord's Supper. And we will seek to confess at every other place as well. For we know that through faith, his death 
is not just the most notable death in the history of the world, but the most notable death for you and for me. For through his death, we are saved. May we talk about it, even as we listen to him, the Son of God, who pleases the Father in every way. Amen.